What's up, Freaks? It's your boy Marty here to introduce this Rip of Rabbit Hole recap. It was brought to you by our good friends down the hall, Unchained. Unchained is here to help you eliminate single points of failure in your custody. They have their two or three multi-sig vault, which is collaborative custody. You hold two keys, they hold one. You eliminate single points of failure by distributing your keys and their backups geographically. You could use three, lose three of the four devices and still get access to your Bitcoin. Unchained is always there as a collaborative custody partner to be the second in the two or three multi-sig transaction if you need them to sign on your behalf. And their whole company revolves around this two or three multi-sig setup. They have an IRA that you can roll over into where you can start a Bitcoin IRA with Unchained. So if you're out there looking at the ETFs, you're like, ah, oh, should I buy the Bitcoin ETF? No, you should hold your own Bitcoin in your IRA. Unchained makes it very easy. So if you're thinking about rolling your IRA into Bitcoin, hit up Unchained, go to unchained.com slash consultation, talk to their team. You'll be able to roll it over, own actual Bitcoin, not Bitcoin IOUs, and then hold your own keys. It's a two or three multi-sig quorum. You hold two keys. Unchained holds one. It's a beautiful thing. All right, go to unchained.com slash consultation. Tell them that Rabbit Hole Recap sent you and get set up today. This was also brought to you by our good friends at CoinKite. CoinKite is here building the best hardware in the space. I got this little block clock showing Moscow time right now behind me. It's 1929 in Moscow. It's an inside joke. 1929 sats per cuckbuck. They also make the best Bitcoin wallets, hardware wallets on the market, signing devices. MVK likes to call them signing devices. That's what they are. You got the Mark IV, the MK4, which is the best on the market to date. In this episode, we actually previewed the Q as well, MK4. The NFC enabled, uh, you create your private public key pairs offline. You can add entropy to your private keys with the roll of dice. Uh, it's got an SD card. You do everything offline. You don't touch the internet, so you keep your private keys secure. The Q1 has all the same internal guts as the MK4, uh, but it's got a full keyboard. It's got a QR scanner. It's got a battery pack. It's going to come with a bunch of really cool features. Uh, you're going to be able to save your passwords there. You're going to be able to create PSBTs. It's NFC enabled as well. They're building the best hardware out there. Go to coinkite.com. Check it out. Get a block clock. Get a Q1. Get an MK4. Get some SATS cards, some tap signers. It's really sci-fi technology. It's really approachable. Coinkite.com. Try RHR. Try CD, try TFTC. Still don't know if we have a code. Enjoy this rip. Dickie. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably should be. Probably should be. Boom. 292. That was a better, that was a better hit the button lasso. I like the lasso, Logan. Woo! What a week. Episode 292. Big week. Yeah. It's, uh, we got some number synchronicity here. Moscow time on the block clock behind me 
1992. Moscow time below 2000. Number go down. That's the number you want to see go down, freaks. Yeah, that number is trending to zero. It is. That's per dollar. It is. To the to the new Bitcoiners that are joining us, the reason it's called Moscow time is because uh, <laughs> did a congressional testimony with it behind him. And some blue check wrote like a whole thread about how it shows that Jack's connected to Russia because he has a clock in the background that's showing the current time in Moscow, but it was sats per dollar. <laughs> well, it was. Let's get a historical reference here and see what uh, the original. I think we're back to I- equilibrium with what the Moscow time was. I, if, I, if I recall correctly, it was like in 19. Yeah, I think we hit it this week. By the way, we're almost near the point where I can plug in my block clock again, which is stuck at $54,000, which is when I moved out of New York. I was thinking about it. I saw my block clock mini. Uh, we're not quite there yet. We're getting very close. Pull it up, Logan. 1952 was Moscow time when Jack was on Capitol Hill. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where Moscow time comes from. Shout out to Jack repping Satoshi at the Super Bowl. This what week was too. it? What was the number? Yeah, I mean, I'll give a little alpha to the freaks. He wears that shirt like every day. It's a good shirt. Shout out to the Lightning Store. Shout out to Sam. Everybody at the Lightning Store getting that good merch out there. I think it's LNStore.com. Let me give a proper shill here for the Lightning Store. Might be something else. Nope, that's not it. Lightning.store? Yes, Lightning.store. You'll see the Satoshi shirt right on the front, front page. $30. 30 cuck bucks. You can pay over Lightning, too. I'm I tired. Think you, you can't pay Fiat. Can you pay Fiat? Let me see. I should buy this shirt. I'll buy one right now. Excel at the cart. View cart. I'm pretty sure it's no fiat. Proceed to check out. Auto fill my info. You, this is ridiculous. This is like classic RHR right now. God damn. It's gonna be Mario very easy. Um wide in the by the way, guys, um the only live chat we look at is the the Nostra live chat, which you don't need a Nostra account to use. Um, rhr.tv slash stream. That's rhr.tv slash stream. Um, multiple people are asking where they can buy my hat. Uh, I just made it myself. Uh, the the designers at Primal published it on, on Nostr, the design, and then I put it on a hat. But if you hit me up at uh, odell.xyz, all my contact info's there, I can get you one. That's odell.xyz. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can only accept Bitcoin via BTC Pay hey, server. Shout out Sam. He's a real one. I, I've, not been kicked be. I've not been kicked off of Albi yet, so just paid via Albi. Have a Satoshi shirt on the way. Oh, considering you just paid with a custodial wallet, um, end of an era, 
the original the original lightning node the og lightning node the citadeldispatch.com one well the one that was rhr and then i switched it to citadel dispatch i've i've finally pulled the ripcord and put it out to pasture and killed it for good at the low fee environment that we're currently in so i thought i thought that one got robbed yeah, the one that the one that got. We have too many new people, so the inside joke is just not gonna. <laughs> I just fucking shut it down. I have four other nodes. My my main individual node is the we run btc.com node now, but a lot a lot of lessons were learned. A lot of mistakes were made. Very expensive learning experience, um, and uh, it was important to rip that cord while fees remain low. And this past difficulty adjustment seemed like the opportunity to do that. So cheers to all my channel partners. Sorry for closing your channels. No, it pained me while I pressed LNCLI, close all channels. But I just did a, a mass close. Rugged again. I eased into it and then there was like 200 channels on it. I eased into it and then I did the mass close today, this morning. Well, you're providing a good segue to Clark's dashboard, talking about the fee environment. We'll get to that. The current price of Bitcoin, according to Clark's dashboard, is 51,900 cuck bucks. Oh, we are below Moscow time right now. Currently at 1927 sats per cuck buck. So the price Marty, is above. That note, that note had 1,400 channels in its lifetime. Rest in peace. Think about all Rest the on-chain transactions. Fucking insane. Thank you Sorry. for your, your support of minor fees in a low fee environment. Back over one trillion dollar market cap, sitting at one point zero two trillion dollars. Pretty good to see. We are currently at block height eight hundred thirty thousand six hundred nineteen. We had a difficulty adjustment early this morning of eight point two percent upwards difficulty adjustment of eight point two percent. Blocks were coming in at nine minutes and nineteen seconds. On average, over the last difficulty epoch, uh, we're currently 1,989 blocks away from the next retarget, so we're only 27 blocks into this difficulty epoch, so these estimations um, are a bit skewed. Not a lot of data, but as of right now, we're looking at another upwards adjustment of 2%. Uh, blocks been coming in at 10 minutes and 4 seconds on average since the adjustment earlier this morning. Again, only 27 blocks into this epoch, so not the best data that is subject to change over the coming weeks. Currently in Clark's tiny, teeny weeny mempool, there's 36,643 transactions. Mempool.space. It's a useless stat. No, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. We have to, we have to mempool shame week in and week out. Uh, Mempool.space's mempool has 131,000. 433 transactions in it. As you can see here. See this Google goggles thing they added is? The mempool goggles, you mean? Oh, yeah, Google goggles. God damn it. I, I, it's funny because I saw it on the site yesterday and like I read goggle. I saw goggles and read Google in my mind too. I think a um, lot of people the, are doing that. It, it shows like what they expect the next block to be and you can sort it by consolidation, coin join, or shitcoin data. Go through it. What'd you hit? Consolidation? I think that's pretty cool. I dig it. And also on the top, the acceleration tab is live now. Yes, beta. 
you want to accelerate your transaction. doesn't seem like you're going to need to do that. No, you can't accelerate your transaction through this. It's just the dashboard showing the accelerations. Yes. That's not live yet. But go back to the main screen. You may not need the accelerator. We're in a low fee environment right now. We got 13 sats per V-byte across the board for low, medium, Marty, and high priority transactions. Are going to clear in the next month? God. Maybe. I'll bet you 100,000 sats they don't. No, I'm not betting. Okay, I mean, freaks, uh, now that we got the lack of bet out of the way, um, in a in a difficulty adjustment where hash rips, uh, blocks come in quicker. Um, so that means essentially there's more block space in that period of time until the difficulty readjusts and, and goes back to that target of, of 10 minutes per block. Um, so in those situations, fees tend to go down. Um, after a, a major... Uh, a, a large upward movement of hash, um, it's less likely that we see another large upward movement of hash in the following difficulty adjustment. So I expect over the next few days, uh, fees to start going up again. Um, we'll see so, hash rates screaming. You know, if you want to, if you want to risk your stack and not do UTXO management over less sats than I zap every morning, um, be my guest, but, uh, consider getting your UTXOs in order and managing those transactions and managing those UTXOs, getting your future fee burden down, um, managing your lightning nodes uh, at this low in, in this low fee environment. Cause the difference between 12 sats per byte and one sat per byte really aren't that large. Yes. Go back to and the pool. people that are shooting on me about mempools never clearing again are going to be the same people panic consolidating you at 80 sats per byte, 120 sats per byte, and 200 sats per byte. So take that as you will. You've been warned. You've been, you've been warned, freaks. Be aware. Look, and go to the mining section of the site. I'm currently sitting at 622.4 exahash over the last 24 hours. It's pretty insane if you look at the chart uh, here on the bottom right of the screen that we've grown parabolic again in terms of hash rate as of right now the estimated date of the halving is 420 2024 april 20th we're gonna celebrate bitcoin's halving not gonna be smoking too much pot that day okay stay clear-minded during the halving day it's a big event what a clear mind got to be able to use the bitcoin core cli to get the data yourself from your own note can't be high while doing that going back to clark's dashboard to round up the state of the network there are currently 10,597.68 bitcoin in unspent capacity on samurai's whirlpool that is 549.7 million cuck bucks in unspent value it's been pretty insane to see that grow i believe this time last year it was below 100 million around 100 million now it's up over half a bill good to see Obviously, the price of Bitcoin appreciating is helping pump that stat, but there's also a bunch of Bitcoin rolling into Samurai's Whirlpool as well, over 10,000. Um, with this in mind, we don't have it on the list, and if you don't mind going off the, uh, the uh, what do we have, the order of the list, I think, considering the conversation around mining, we should just talk about that. 
especially heading into the having, which we just mentioned. This is uh Logan, if you can pull up the Marty's bent from last night, I dove into the state. I stayed up way too late. Sorry if I'm a little low energy today, freaks. I stayed up late re- writing. I was I could have fallen asleep at nine thirty. I stayed up for three hours longer writing, diving into the data. We and, we uh, we do this we do this every week. The freaks just have to they have to accept that sometimes they're gonna be high energy, sometimes they're gonna be low energy. It is what it is. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those weeks for me. Luckily, Matt's high energy on the other end. But can you tell him? Yes. Yes. You look, you're glowing right Woo! now. Let's go. <laughs> Hard to complain uh, about 50% fucking week. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I know. We're, we're ripping right now. Why are we ripping? So, the first half of this article dissecting the inflows to the Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, yesterday, I believe there was a net 14,000, oh, excuse me, 12,800 Bitcoin inflows, net inflows into the ETFs. We've had well over 10,000 Bitcoin flowing into the ETFs over the last few days. It seems like that momentum is keeping up. So obviously, uh, due to the fact that 70% of Bitcoin is not moved in over a year on chain, uh, there's a scant supply a free float Bitcoin on the market. The ETFs are gobbling up a lot of this. This is driving the price up uh, right now. Again, at $51,840, we're currently 259 or 24.9% below the all time high, according to the Clark's dashboard, which has the previous all time high uh, at $69,010. Bitbo has it around 64,000. So if you use those numbers, we're closer to around 22 and a half and 20%. Point being is leading into the halving. We're uh, a little over two months away from the halving of Bloxy coming in at the pace that they are. The dynamics, the market dynamics heading into the halving, particularly for the mining industry, are much different. So if you go down, Logan, I have uh, another chart with some red boxes on it. Um, I don't know if you can click that and expand it. You should be able to, yeah. Um, just comparing it to the last halving, so there's two red boxes and we're looking at hash price and hash value. So the really important line here is the blue line, the hash price. You had two dumps heading into the previous halving in May of 2020. The first the hash prices, uh, the hash price is essentially the, uh, dollars per terahash per day in mining revenue. Um, so essentially if the amount of us dollars that you'd make, um, from mining Bitcoin per day, Per, like based off the terra hash that your machines are producing or the terra hash that your fleet produces overall. Each, each different type of mining computer, each type of uh, ASIC has a different hash rate, right? They don't all, it's not like one mining computer is, is the same amount of hashes. Um, so this like normalizes it and puts on a nice chart for us. Yes. Continue. Yes. And so if you look at the dynamics heading into the last halving and I went back further and dissected the data for previous halvings before 2020 and the dynamics of the hash price market heading into those halvings was uh, not good. Hash price was falling. And obviously when the halving comes, the subsidy gets cut in half. And so the amount of Bitcoin you're, you're making per block essentially gets cut in half immediately from one block to the next, unless the fee environment's pretty high, which it hasn't been years past and is okay right now. But will have a minuscule effect on the overall 
economics of a mining operation. If you scan to the right of this chart, like the hash price seems to have bottomed in the late summer, early fall uh, of last year, and has since been coming off the floor. And with the ETFs gobbling up all this Bitcoin uh, and driving the price up closer to previous the previous all-time high, we have a much different dynamic hitting, heading into this halving for the mining industry historically. When the halving comes, it's usually the price is dumping right before it in 2020. That's when we had the dump to 3,500. It recovered a bit between the March Everyone, 12th. Everyone's like fighting about mining death spirals. The miners are all going to go to business. Bitcoin's going to go to zero. Yes. And so historically, like the price of Bitcoin right before the halving was somewhere between like 40 and 60% below the previous all time high. And right now, we're between 20 and 25%. And so the mining dynamics are much better. On top of this, uh, mining operations become much more efficient throughout the bear market. Everybody getting high hashing machines, not everybody, but smart operators in the mining industry getting high hashing machines and low power costs locked in. And so if this ETF vacuum continues and we get to the halving in April, 2020, and we're, I, I don't think it's, what, uh, no, I don't think it's far fetched to say that we could be at or near or above the all time high. <laughs> come, <laughs> come the having all time. Yeah, it's. I mean, if this momentum really keeps up, that's that's the other thing. If you run the numbers too, like the they're gobbling up on average ten thousand Bitcoin a day over the last few days. They can't do that forever. Obviously, they can only do that for twenty one hundred days, so uh, eight years of doing that consistent demand. But as we know they'd have to buy every single Bitcoin, including Bitcoin that's not even well, been no, issued yet. Bitcoin price goes up, so. Yeah, yeah. It, it factors that in. And so that's. The dynamics. Yeah, but right they now it seems. They can keep this rate up and, and accelerate it. And Bitcoin can handle that. You just, yeah, well, the, the price will price. react and they'll be getting less Bitcoin, ideally, yeah. is what yeah, will right. happen. By design. Yeah. And so, I mean, long story short here, heading into the halving for the mining industry, it's a completely different dynamic. Uh, it's completely feasible that if the price keeps pumping, that miners that would have historically had to shut off and pull out their ASICs after a halving are not going to have to do that, which I don't, I don't have any thoughts on the implications of this. I haven't thought too deeply about that, but I don't know, there's just but something there's unique. Right, which is that mempools will never clear again. Uh, this is the every other time we've started to hit um, true block space scarcity, uh, block space was increased. It's not going to be increased again. So they're starting to make real money on transaction fees. Yeah. And so then another... the macro environment, right? Fed's going to pivot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the big Electric question. The big question with, well, no, the big question with these dynamics too, another variable, very important variable to take into consideration is people plugging in new ASICs, predominantly the S21 series from Bitmain, which they announced last year, they'll be able to produce 50 to 100,000 of those units per month. And so they're the most efficient, highest hashing machines that are, will be on the network and they're coming to market in mass rather quickly. And that's probably the main reason why hash rate 
highest rates screaming on top of the price rising and people just who are unprofitable plugging in and mining. So it's another factor taken into consideration. Can the price run faster than miners can plug in these S21s? Uh, and if that does, it would be beneficial for the smaller, more inefficient miners. Um, don't really have a conclusion here. Just wanted to point this out. It's very fascinating. Unique dynamics in the mining industry heading into the halving this time around. I'm incredibly bullish. I'm not yeah. going to make any more price predictions. Up and to the right forever. <laughs> With well, downs between. Stay on both sides. Like the, so on ETF land, something that people were surmising but wasn't really confirmed until last week when Fidelity announced that they're, uh, I, th- I think that's overall conservative ETF that they have, which is a diversified portfolio of a bunch of different assets. They added uh, the ability to put a 1% to 2% allocation to cryptocurrencies in that, and the only thing they can do is the Bitcoin ETF that they have. So not only do you have these like pure ETF, Bitcoin ETF plays, now these asset managers are beginning to put uh, – mandates in other parts of their portfolio that will allow them to put Bitcoin into those ETFs. And so you have that dynamic at play. I'm sure there'll be copycats at BlackRock um, and other fund issuers that, that do the same thing. So that's just like another avenue for demand. Then you have micro strategy, which is on the cusp of getting added to the S&P 500. If that happens, then you have literally mandated flows to uh, S&P 500 companies just from a pure index play by asset allocators. And you would assume that Sailor's is going to take that money and buy a bunch more Bitcoin. We may be at the beginning of a speculative attack here, um, like a full blown speculative attack. You want to say it, you want to believe it. I can see, I can see you, your demon and angel on your shoulders right now. Like, Say what? Yeah, it's happening. The speculative attack's happening. It's been happening, Marty. <laughs> it has, but now it's accelerating. And there's, meanwhile, there's very little retail interest. And I, I can't, like, it's fucking insane. The, like, the, the fucking unfree markets that the suits trade on are closed. Over the majority, weekend. No, the majority of the fucking day. I'm up yeah. for like five hours before they could start trading. Oh, I got one of our group chats got a like 5 a.m. message from Matt earlier this week when we went over 50. He's like, I haven't been able to sleep. I woke up and checked the price. (laughs) Uh, It feels like it's happening. Who knows? Stay humble. Stack sets. But it could be happening. I mean, look, 280 days, 280 days. I woke up during the generational bottom and I tweeted out stay humble and stack sets. I hope you listened. Yeah. Another factor to take into consideration, RIAs have a 90-day waiting period before they can begin allocating to the ETFs. They're like mandated to wait 90 days before they can begin. Yeah, they've, put- I mean, forget about RIAs. Like, there's like a bunch of roadblocks for like average people to allocate into the, into the ETFs. Like, there's just story after story of, of different brokerages and whatnot making it difficult for people to buy the ETFs. Um, so this is still, you know, this is, the game hasn't even begun. Like we're, we are like, we're, it's the day before the game still. Like yeah. we're, we're not even in the first fucking inning. 
No, we're in warm-ups right now. Don't don't sleep on this shit. I mean, I know I know the freaks aren't. I don't like what like the majority of our audience is all in. Yeah. And to be clear, we're not recommending that anybody buy the ETFs or buy MicroStrategy stock. Oh, the ETFs are a shitcoin, and MicroStrategy stock is even worse. Yeah, we're simply commenting on the dynamics of the market. There's nothing we can do about this. We're observing what's happening. It is pretty astonishing. I mean, it is inarguably the most successful ETF launch in history. (laughs) There's money pouring out of GLD and into the Bitcoin ETFs, I believe, BlackRock's ETF was top 10 traded at one point last week, which is pretty hard to do. And to be clear, like the super cyclers were always wrong as well. Like there's going to be, there's, there's, if you think like BlockFi and like FTX and Barry Silbert and all those degens were like the peak degeneracy, like the amount of derivatives products and shit we see out of all this shit, like the suits are going to get absolutely wrecked and they're going to take a bunch of retail with them this cycle. And we're going to fall, you know, 80%, 85%. But the question is how high do we go before then? I don't know. I'm taking the other side of that bet. I think, uh, are you going to be a super cycler? Yes. Speculative no, more dumps. no more dumps. I would not be surprised. I don't know. I think this is, this Doubt money's it. much. I think this money is much stickier and less degenerate. Comparatively, it certainly is degenerate, but it's less degenerate than the three hours capital. The Wall Street guys are the biggest degens, Marty. <laughs> they have more guardrails, though. Yeah, I I don't think they realize that there aren't really guardrails here. There's no backstop, that's for sure. Were they going to print money to buy Bitcoin? That'll be fun. I mean, that's happening. It's essentially what MicroStrategy is doing in a way. No, I mean, like, actually, like, one of these big shops just accidentally is short Bitcoin because of their degeneracy. (laughs) And we're at some ridiculous fucking price. And the government literally needs to bail them out with taxpayer money and print money. To buy Bitcoin. So that they can pay back customers. Well... While we're on it, second topic. Just stay humble and stack sets. It's technically the second topic on the list. We haven't gotten to the first, but uh, since it's topical for what we're discussing, I mean, this is a way the market could force guardrails on these ETFs. Bitwise Bitcoin spot ETF addresses have updated to native SegWit. P two W P K hash P to W, pay to wrap pub key hash. What's the W? Witness. Witness. Pay to witness. Public key hash. You know, like, this doesn't really matter. Uh, the Twitterati got mad at Bitwise that there was, you know, legacy addresses being used. Like, who the fuck gives a shit? Um, that's, like, the least of ETF holders' issues. Um, if, like, Coinbase custody is more comfortable with legacy addresses, then, you know, maybe that's even better. But uh, it's good to see, you know, Bitwise responding to potential customer concerns and and pushing and 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 pushing coinbase to to make this change and it happened pretty quickly um i will just repeat that bitwise is the only one that's actually publishing proof of reserves of their etf which is if you're going to get an etf like bitcoin gives you the ability to do proof of reserves you should use one that does that um and then of course bitwise is also donating to open source developers 10 percent over the next 10 years which they should be commended for 
Um, but yeah, I like this is to me, this is like mostly a non-story. This is just like bullshit Twitterati trying to be relevant. Okay. It's good to see. It's definitely more secure. No. No. Why would it be more secure? I mean, the address structure. We're using legacy addresses. I mean, legacy addresses were, I mean, they were, it was never a question of security. If anything, legacy addresses are more secure because that's what Coinbase was using the whole time. (laughs) Now they've updated their system in a relative rush. But it's okay because, you know, they'll just print money to bail them out if they need to. Yeah. So beware. Back to the list. I don't know how I feel about this. The Bitcoin developer mailing list is migrating to Google Groups. This has been in the works for a while. Brian Bishop sent a tweet out a couple months ago saying, hey, I think we're going to be able to stay. What is a Linux distro? Yeah, I mean, they, uh, it's about hosts, right? So, I mean, fuck Google, but you can use this without a Google account still. And they're archiving it in many different places. But, uh, I mean, it's not great to see. I mean, also, I'm not going to run the mailing list, so not going to throw stones. Yeah, they're saying here, after working through a few roadblocks, we are now finally ready to migrate the mailing list to Google Groups. Emails to the old list are no longer accepted as of February 2024. Subscribe promptly to ensure you're not missing any emails. We'll wait 24 hours prior to letting new emails through to give people time to subscribe. The bigger problem, and like also the mailing list was public, the bigger problem is, um, in my opinion, is how much protocol discussion happens on Twitter. And I think Noster solves both of these things, but I'm a broken record. Uh, and I think eventually most discussion will move to Noster. So. Yeah. So you want to go join the new group, go to groups.google.com slash group slash Bitcoin dev. They do note that they aren't relying on Google for anything critical here and are merely using them as a conduit for information that is already meant to be public. Yep. Um, I mean, compared to... <laughs> compared to email, uh, compared to Nostra, email is just a complete shitcoin for this kind of public discussion, but it is what it is. Gradually, then suddenly, people will figure it out. Yeah. On to better news. European cure, bleh, the European Court of Human Rights rules backdoor encryption is illegal. My question is, does the European Court of Human Rights have any, uh, any I think actual they influence? I think they do, but I don't know. I don't pretend to understand European politics. I mean, this this situation is ironic, uh, and it's it it tends to be a good technique um, to be used with statist Westerners, which is this ruling was actually based on Russia Russia trying to do backdoors, uh, and in the point where the court case started and today, now the EU is trying to do backdoors. Um, so it sets a uncomfortable precedent, um, for the EU's own backdoors, even though it was, it was pointed at Russia originally, which is just a good technique in general. Um, you know, you, you use a, uh, 
you you use an enemy or a believed enemy to to pull back the curtain and expose hypocrisy. Um, I mean, I use that with Twitter people and TikTok all the time. So I think it's I think it's a pretty effective strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So the back doors aren't coming to Europe if this court has any influence. Once again, not a European political expert. I do not have any uh, faith in the European political system or pretty much any political system. Um, But I think this is a win. It seems like a win. Yeah. So the court issued a decision on Tuesday saying that the contested legislation providing for the retention of all internet communications of all users, the security services direct access to the data stored without adequate safeguards against abuse and the requirement to decrypt encrypted communications as applied to end and end to end encrypted communications cannot be regarded as necessary in a democratic society. That's what they said. The contested legislation refers to legal challenge that started in 2017. This is what Matt described. While the ECHR decision is unlikely to have any effect within Russia and matters to countries in Europe that are contemplating similar decryption laws, such as chat control and the UK government's online safety act, which are all trying to backdoor your communication. So shout out to the European court of human rights for making this ruling. I'm going to give props for props are due. We're going to give props here. Are we already on software updates? Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't that much in terms of news, unless you have something I didn't put on the list. You know, this was, I, I think this was the first time in uh, my whole life or like my whole life that I can remember since I was like a actual human, not like a, I mean, even when I was like a baby, probably that I didn't watch the Super Bowl at all, period. I didn't either. I was at a dinner. It was pretty liberating. It really was. I didn't even know like Jack wore the Satoshi shirt until afterwards. And that was from signal messages. I must from admit, people I lied. that were like way too excited about it. I just lied. I, I didn't watch the whole game. We were at a dinner, a birthday dinner, Sunday night, and they had it on at the bar when we were done our dinner. We had a good conversation, good meal, good time. We went and watched overtime. I caught, I caught overtime. Did not see any of the commercials or the halftime show. It just got really windy here. Windy? So I was waiting for the wind to stop. I'm outside. Nice. Must be nice. It's quite nice. Looks nice. You know what else is nice? Shout out to Lisa Nygut. You guys know her as a prolific developer, founder of Base58, prolific educator in the space. She finally got dual funding, officially merged. Into Lightning Networks, into the Lightning Network spec. She's been working on this for many years. What was it like? Four and a half years, I think. Yeah, almost five years. She had Fuck a happy you. hour here in uh, here in Austin to celebrate. I was unable to make it due to my in-laws being in town, but very uh, very happy for you, Lisa. This is a big one. Um, big benefits for Lightning users. Uh, it makes like it in practice. It makes uh, lightning channel opens cheaper uh, because you open at the same time with other people um, and they can make it more private so you can do like a coin join into a, a lightning open um, is my basic understanding 
I don't, I mean, I, I think that's what's included in this spec. Um, but like when you open a lightning channel right now, um, it's one-sided, right? It's just like you, uh, if I open a lightning channel to you, like I have liquidity on my side of the channel, but there's no liquidity on the opposite side until transactions actually go through the channel. And in this case, you can have it funded from both sides. Let's go. Um, I believe the fact that it's in the spec means two implementations have have included it or have have um, implemented it. Uh, I don't think L and D has, but I don't know. It's probably C Lightning um, and Async, I would imagine. Maybe LDK. Yeah. yeah, or LDK. I don't know. But nonetheless, congratulations to Nifty. It's a long, thankless job to work on Lightning spec work. And uh, there's a lot of work left to be done. Really is. Shout out to you, Lisa. I mean, while we're on software updates, we'll stay with the structure of the show. We'll read the boost first before we get into it. Top four boost from rabbit hole, re- rabbit hole recap 291. The bank runs continue at W2 Cuck, boosted 250,000 sats. Let's fucking go. Freaks, I was invited to a panel to speak to my fellow employees where I managed to take over the conversation and convinced everyone in the audience to take out their phone and pull up screen time. Once they were staring at their doom scrolling tally, I said, You want to be more productive or be more present at home? Delete them. I doubt any of them did, but seed planted. Be aware. Be very aware. Be especially aware of that valuable time. Stay humble. Stack sats. Very good initiative in your office there, sir. Great advice. Great advice. At Bitcoin.rocks, boosted 210,000 sats. Next time you're trying to orange pill someone, just send them to Bitcoin.rocks. It's a great starting point for people who are new to Bitcoin. Check it out now at Bitcoin.rocks. This dude's got a lot of ad spend. <laughs> we, we appreciate the support. <laughs> we do. At CumRocket. CumRocket. Boosted 69,420 sats. You almost had me. You almost timed it up. You almost had it, Logan. Bay Area Bitcoiner Series, Saturday, February 17th. So that's in two days, 2024, from 530 to 7 at 1750 Union Street, San Francisco, California. Join us for our next Bay Area Bitcoin Series, where we'll learn about Bitcoin wallets and the magic of BIP39. This event is a great opportunity for both beginners and seasoned Bitcoiners to dive deep into the mechanisms of Bitcoin wallets. Understand how they work and explore the BIP39 standard that enhances the security and accessibility of Bitcoin storage through mnemonic phrases. Shout out to you, Rocket. Shout out to all the San Francisco Bitcoiners meeting to talk about BIP39. And last but not least, at Eric99, boosted 50,000 sats. Stay on the stack. Yes. Great advice. I'm only supposed to say great advice. You're supposed to say the stay humble stack sats part. You're supposed to read it out. We've only been doing this for fucking 286 weeks in a row, Marty. You think you're 87 weeks in a row. You think you'd get it together. I know. We have to We have to refresh the memory of stay humble stack sats, the, the, the reason behind it. The price is pumping right now. People, I can see it. I can see it in their eyes. They're getting jittery. Look, it's simple for Thinking about smashing. Smash it's by. Simple. HELOC, Bitcoin. Earn earn less, earn less than you spend. Earn more than you spend. Yeah, earn more than you spend. (laughs) Okay, let's start again. It's It's very simple. It's very simple. Earn 
earn more than you spend, save it in good money, right? Keep some savings in good money in Bitcoin, and then you spend it as necessary. Very simple. There are no shortcuts. Just you do that and we'll all do well together. Price is going to run. Can be and stay humble and stack sets. I can feel it. I can feel uh, it. The vibes are high. Logan, oh. I just tripped, uh Go ahead. Oh, what do you have, Marty? Uh, before I forget, Parker will yell at me. I wanted to open with it, but we got on a tangent. Bitcoin takeover, March 15th here in Austin. If you go to the Bitcoin Commons website, you'll be able to buy a ticket there. 150 bucks. We're taking it over. We're going to do a live RHR to end the takeover on Friday, March 15th. We're changing the structure this year. We've I'll typically, be there. We've typically had panels talking about Bitcoin from first principles, what it is, why it's important. We're switching it up this year, getting a little bit more advanced. going to have a bunch of industry leaders come to give presentations on what they plan on building over the next year or two, how they're viewing the current market and where Bitcoin is going. So South by Southwest, South by Southwest week, we're taking over here at the Bitcoin commons. Always, always a good event. I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to like the pleb builder day, uh, yep. the day before. Um, it'll be great. Shout out to car and all the guys at pleb lab, including Logan. Um, you guys Logan, are all here. You want to shill for this event? No, he's not good at chilling. We just Come have on. to show it. No, there. I know he's not, but I like hearing him try. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a show, Logan. He said no. All right. Um, good. We have Al We have Al in the YouTube comments. I just want to remind you guys again. Noster, <laughs> Noster live chat, rhr.tv slash stream. It's got Bitcoin built in. It's a lot more fun. Um, but Al's asking what we think of precious metals. Um, the precious. only precious... The only precious metals I own are uh, purchased at phoenixammunition.com, um, and you can pay with Bitcoin. Precious. They're, they're I, very complementary to Bitcoin. They're going to be they're going to be good for leading the deflation in the compute section. We put all the gold in in the chipboards. It'll be very useful. Silver is going to make very good silverware. Where where can people buy tickets to Bitcoin Takeover? Did you say that? Yeah, the Bitcoin Commons website, um, which is, I want to say BitcoinCommons.com. Never remember if it's BitcoinCommons.com or the Bitcoin Commons. It's BitcoinCommons.com. And there's a place to buy the ticket? Yeah, if you go it's to event big, calendar. Very high signal. And I'm, I'm traveling to Austin for the worst week of the year. Uh, for it. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about this last week. You and uh, you and my wife can can complain together. It's during spring break here in Austin. Is during, is during literally, the children's break. Literally the uh, most inopportune time if you have a family and you're, you're assumed to be going on a trip. Not here in Austin. Um, before we get to software updates, uh, Logan, I put a I put a link in the Slack. You want to play this, Marty? Did you see this? <laughs> yes, so good. Let's play the video. It's my favorite Bitcoin podcast. 
This is like four I've, minutes. I've You've seen the comments, that. right? It's not just that he closed down, that he would say it's you know, used by drug dealers and used by folks who are doing all sorts of illicit and terrible things. There's very few things that trade today that people talk about like that. Now, there are obviously frauds and things that happen, but maybe not like this. Like the dollar is like 100 times more. Well, I, I know so. that's your perspective, but I'm just <laughs> but, but I'm dollar, curious how you think about just, that. But just, that's true, though. There's, there's, this so. is how much has been money laundered with Bitcoin. This is how much. This is Bitcoin. This is, do, this no, is no, dollar. Uh, yes, Joe. But I, I, look, here's the Jamie Dimon quote. The only true use case for it is for criminals, drug the, traffickers, money laundering, and tax well, avoidance. I, I know, but that's we have a, a guess. That's his opinion. We have a guess, Joe. What, what, what is your opinion? And what is your opinion that we have something trading on the exchange for the public that has this type of use case, at least as, as described by you know, the president it, it, it of one is, of the largest the market financial institutions in, in the it's, company? It's the leading market share in ransomware, uh, and that's publicly known. Right. You know, it's the... It's the the token of choice for ransomware. Joe, if I can say the US dollar, the euro, the yen, you have the whole uh, society using it as a medium of exchange. We buy our cups of coffee, as I see here. Right. Um, we get paid in dollars or yen or euro. For and now. you have a whole central bank and, and support for one currency generally per economic uh, right. region. That we don't have here. So there is a very real economic difference. Which is part of, part of the attraction, since it's decentralized, and, and you, can't but, have, but, but, you can't have a profligate central bank. It's not that decentralized, Joe. Well, I know, I know you're saying not. because of the ETFs, but, but, but really no, it no, is. No, it's not DeFi that decentralized, because look how finance tends towards centralization since antiquity. Right. So what do we have? We have a handful of three to six core so-called crypto I understand that the asset itself, the way that, oh, man, the, you know, these, the, that's how the accounting ledger, ledger. Right. How that's the how accounts, ledger and now how many times do you have people on this show that say, I want to invest in something because how the books and records are kept? I mean, Joe, really? You, you, it's just an accounting ledger, a clever. It's a ledger that, that everyone has, that something. everyone has and can't be double counted. It, it, it's almost immutable. It, that's, that's why people think it has. So you values. trust it more than an Oracle database? Or you trust I, it I, I more trust than, it more than, than a lot of than a lot of the, the, the Bitcoin bulls say they trust it a lot more than, than the central bank that, that's that, the, that's that, that enables the, the fiscal authorities to spend money to the tune of $33 trillion. That's, that's everybody's investment choice. But and, and then I think about how many show. things can be used in a deleterious way. Of course, but it, that doesn't... Get them, Joe. That has nothing to do with the underlying thing that you're using itself. I mean, I can go run a, a car into a parade and, and run over you know, 40 people. That doesn't mean I can, we shouldn't have cars. Does it? No, no, no. You, you should have cars. I wasn't going to use guns because, God, I don't want to trigger, so to speak, anyone on the set. But but, but when the use case of a particular guns. thing that you're buying and selling as an investment is just speculative investment. How many of the 90 percent of the people that own Bitcoin are using it for ransomware? For There must, be, an, you, well, there must be another you, use case that makes it so attractive to so many people. Speculative investing. Right. Speculative okay. investing. That's that's what. OK. Let me ask a separate question, which is just to pivot this, because I think the next sort of end, order um, event question is. Here comes Sorkin. Um, hey, so Joe, that was, hey, Joe, you calm down over there. I'm going to I'm going to get us back on was, track. 
that was CNBC Squawk Box. Uh, two hosts, right? Andrew Sorkin hates Bitcoin. He's gonna it's gonna be fucking glorious this cycle about how much it destroys him inside. Joe Kernan, uh, his co-host, who is the single best Bitcoin podcaster in the world, and that was Gary Gensler who approved um, the Bitcoin ETFs, uh, comparing it to an Oracle database. Um, <laughs> let's fucking go. They're not sending their best freaks. This is their best. Literally Dude, the head cycle, of the Securities and Exchange cycle. Commission. Joe Kernan, man to watch. Yo, you know, if Bitcoin pumps enough, we may be able to pay him to come join us on Rabbit Hole Recap. Will we, will we like- <laughs> Joe, Joe's been stacking. Did you catch the part where he was like, I trust him more than mo- Bitcoin bulls trust him more than most things? He like yeah. caught himself. Joe. Because he's professional. Joe, let's talk. Okay. And you get to wait from that very combative snake pit at CNBC. Okay. It is crazy. They're really not sending their best. Like comparing it to an Oracle database. Like it's just a ledger. Like it's a speculative investment. It's like, wow, I literally just bought a t-shirt with a browser extension using Bitcoin sent to a non-custodial wallet. I'm using it to buy t-shirts, Mr. Gensler. I, I use Bitcoin every day. Okay. There's people zapping us right now on the live stream. Shout out to zap.streamfreaks zapping us. We didn't get to a million sats last week. Can we get to a million this week? We'll see. Currently. We're at like 45,000 right now or something. Yeah, like 45,000. Let's uh let's prove Gary wrong. I, I mean, people I are actually Bitcoin. using Bitcoin. I send people Bitcoin every morning on Noster just for saying good morning to me. Yeah. And if they say something that really gets me going, they get more sats. It's a beautiful thing. It's very easy. And also, besides all of that, using something as savings is clearly using money as well. Like money has two critical use cases: saving and spending. Bitcoin's great for both. Yes. So have oh. fun staying. Yeah, I mean, let's let's pile on. I got another clip. It's much shorter than that one. Logan, go do. Oh, is my clip too long? That was, was four minutes. Clip. You yelled at me. You yelled at me when I put Logan's yeah, two minutes. This is, highly, this is highly relevant, Marty. We could we could close RHR and Joe Kernan will has us covered. Like he has us covered. He can be your morning update. You know, on on Bitcoin, we're good. I we do can like pass Joe. The torch. We can just pass the torch to Joe. Joe, respond to my DMs. We need to talk. I don't know if CNBC has you on an embargo. You can't talk anywhere else, but that's the case. They're holding you hostage. I want you to blink twice on, on Squawk Box tomorrow morning. Let Joe, me find this clip. On air. This is pretty insane. Like In the same vein, these people are, again, they're not sending their best and they're getting very cocky. Very opposite of what we're trying to do here. Convince people to stay humble and stack sats. This is a clip from uh, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, their central bank, one of their board governors, was in front of a committee uh, as answering questions, and here's what he had to say about being in the business of central banking. You know, the fiscal challenges, et cetera, that are there. So um, uh, very focused on being cost-effective. We actually fund ourselves and then work out what dividend is needed to pay. So um, we kind of work, it's a great business to be in central banking. Um, mm. You print money and people believe it. And, um, and, um, and, uh, it's um, and so, um, so it's, um, it's a slightly different beast. To, yeah. we, we print money and people believe it. And then he said, knock on wood. 
And then they laugh. They're laughing at you. It's a big uh, scam, freaks. And you're not on the inside. New Zealand. Fun fact. New Zealand's central bank was the first to do uh, inflation rate targeting as well. So they set the precedent for everybody else that's been doing that, which central, or excuse me, uh, inflation rate targeting for those who uh, are unaware the central bank's policy is literally to target a rate of inflation that it debases your money and increases prices for you. Marty, I need you to promise me something. Yes. Because you're the, you're the professional podcaster. I'm your co-host. If you get, if you get Joe, if you get Joe to come on, like he has to come on RHR, you can't have him, you can't have him on your interview series. Yes. You no, he will be on RHR. Okay. Thank you. He will be on RHR. Dude, it's pretty crazy. Like the era of, the the era we live in, right, where they say shit like that on, you know, like the mask comes off and they they say the quiet part out loud and everyone sees it. It literally said we we fund ourselves and then we decide what dividend we're going to pay ourselves. Central banking is a great business to be in. You print money and people believe it. And then he said, "Knock on wood," like <laughs> like hopefully people keep believing it. Telling you the rails are coming off. That's another factor to like. Maybe it is a super cycle. Like people become more aware of this. Party, we're at the very <laughs> beginning. At the very, dude, please don't fall for super cycle bullshit. Uh, okay, I'm not falling for it. I'm leading it this time around. I am the new Suzu. No, no this is worse. Yeah, give me you your Bitcoin. Be- give me your what Bitcoin. Happened? I've been watching a lot of trading YouTube channels. I'm really good at leverage trading now. Give me your Bitcoin. What was Suzu's tweet? Uh, a few more liquidations and up only, and then he got liquidated. <laughs> I won't get you liquidated, freaks. I've been there's some really good YouTube technical analysis coaches out there. Look, Bitcoin's designed to pump forever, but also free markets dump in the meantime. So just keep that in mind, freaks. Yes. Um, with adoption, Bitcoin purchasing power should go up. It just it makes logical sense. There's only so much Bitcoin and there's a growing number of people. And then you juxtapose that with central bank inflation rate targeting. And it's the exact opposite. You literally, if you hold the dollar, the central bank's mandate is to target an inflation rate that is debasing your money. Designed on to an dump ongoing forever. Base. Yes. Literally designed to dump forever. The more but you know. But free markets are inherently volatile because yes. they're not, they're, you know, there's, there's no bumpers. It's just... It's just free and beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to the software update section of the podcast. We've got a long list here. As always, stop me if you want to talk about anything in particular. Maybe uh, the yeah, first before, one. Before software updates, look what I got in my hand. Ooh, that's sexy. Cold card Q. It's sexy. Look, I got a. Uh, be careful putting it in the camera. You could be giving away your location. Cold Card Q is uh, latest device from CoinKite. I have the MK4, which is a current hardware wallet they sell here for scale. You can see the size. Big size difference, but big functionality. You got camera, two SD card slots, batteries. But the actual board and everything that keeps everything secure is the same as the MK4. Yeah. It's sexy. Sexy. 
beautiful. Can't wait to get my hands on one. I'm jealous that you you touched one before I did. Coinkite.com. Just want to touch the Q. Just touch the Q tip. Tip of the Q. Oh, it's got the like the nice like BlackBerry style keyboard, so you can yeah. put in like one pass races and shit. And then also like I feel like a feature that most people don't appreciate with just the cold cards in general is they have the the encrypted clone cold card uh, model where you can, if you have an existing cold card, you can easily move to a new cold card or copy it and duplicate it. So you can be in a situation where you easily have an MK4 that's like more mobile, it's smaller. Um, and then you have the queue for when you're home and you're like more, you want a bigger screen, you want the keyboard, you want the QR scanner. So they work really well together. Like I feel like as a, they're very complimentary. Like I think in, in practice, I will continue using an MK4, um, well, multiple MK4s and multiple queues. Yeah. Just beautiful. It's beautiful to watch all come together. Great timing with the bear with the bull market too. Bear market ending. I'm gonna get the best device. It's coming at the right time. Shout out to CoinKite, MVK. Doing big things. Back to the software. Oh, software PDK version one point zero point zero alpha point five has been released. Doesn't look like anything crazy in here. Uh, 10, 10 1, version 1.8.7 has been released. It's going to enable you to show DLC channels and settings. It has in-app surveys. Gordian Seed Tool, version 1.6.0 has been released. Lightly, lightning wait, 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 wait. Well, uh, the Gordian Seed Tool, cool, you know, like, cool, like, uh, example project or test case, but, like, don't use that. With like a real seed or anything, bad idea. Why like that? Hold your seeds on your iPhone. I just don't use it with real money, please. No, I still put it on the list, but don't be aware. Lightning Loop version zero point twenty seven point zero beta has been released with Sweet Batcher. Clams Remote version two point one point zero has been released. Added the Spanish language, very important one, and some bug fixes. Breeze SDK Core version 0.3.0 has been released. Are anybody wow. unaware? Breeze SDK enables mobile developers to integrate Lightning and Bitcoin payments into their apps with a shallow learning curve. So, like on the Gordian seed tool note, like the Q has its offline device, right? With two secure elements. Like you can you can store other seeds on this, right? And even it's gonna have a password manager built into it. You can store passwords in it offline. It's got the keyboard. You can scan things in via QR code. Like that is really where we should be going. It shouldn't be like keep your seeds on an iPhone. Um, but yeah, that's my two sats. Oh yeah, beware. And then on the Breeze news, right after the Breeze, Right after Breeze SDK update, I think I have on the list Blitz Wallet, which is the first wallet that's not run by Breeze or uh, Blockstream that uses Blockstream Greenlight and Breeze SDK uh, in the back end, um, which is a big achievement for everyone involved in both those projects. So shout out to them. I have not used the wallet, um, but yeah. Shout out to Blake Kaufman and team for getting the logo. The- thing. Because and they're only 
releasing this beta to a hundred people as of the time of the release of this report, which was three days ago, there were still 90 out of the hundred spots available for iOS test flight. Yeah. I mean, the Android is just an APK. So if you're Android, there's like infinite spots, but the iPhone test flight is a limited amount of spots. Um, But the reason it's confusing is first of all, I immediately thought of Blixed wallet, which is a great lightning wallet, but I mean, I, they can't really be blamed for that. Like no one's named their wallet blitz wallet. So, you know, but it uses the breeze SDK and their logo is a blue B with a lightning bolt and just makes me think of breeze. I don't know. You know, now we're logo, now we're logo critiquing. I agree with you. It's little, it's hard to tell. Like Joe's got the Bitcoin. He's got the Bitcoin subject. We're going to be the logo and, and name podcast. I like Blitz. I like the name. Logo. Little similar. Little and similar. The name, too, confused me. Like, I immediately thought Blixed, but I don't know. I also, yeah. Blix is a bad name. Let's be honest. Yeah, they should change their name to Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's a good wallet. It's a very good wallet. More wallets on the market. Go check it out, freaks. With the iOS test flight. It's still open. You may be able to get in. Uh, Minibits version 0.1.6 beta has been released with fixes and improvements. Umbrel introduces new Umbrel Home, teases Umbrel OS version 1.0. Seems like they're trying to vertically integrate their product more than it has been in the past with uh, Umbrel OS version 1.0. So with the teaser, Umbrella OS 1.0 is a complete rebirth of Umbrella OS engineered from scratch for unparalleled stability, UX, and security. Seems like they've taken notes from what Start9 is doing, building Start OS from scratch as well. And it seems to be more advantageous avenue to get stable software into people's hands. So another operating system coming to market. Stacker.news implements NWC and LM bits for sending LND for auto withdrawal. Massive. Shout out Keon. Fucking huge. The biggest issue with Stacker News has been their custodial wallet, which I just wanted to shout out Tony uh, because the Stacker News people, like the people that use Stacker News, like they, they generally hate Fediments, which is fucking hilarious because they're using a custodial wallet while they hate on Fediments for being custodial. Um, you know, everyone's a hypocrite. Just try and be less of a hypocrite. Be aware. Um, but this is this is great to see on Keon's side. I know he's been trying to reduce the reliance on the custodial wallet at Stacker News. And now, at least for payments, you can use Nostra Wallet Connect, um, I guess, or LN Bits to send payments so you don't have to use a custodial wallet. And then you have auto withdraw to LND um, to reduce the amount of custodial risk you have um but stacker news is fucking awesome has always been awesome um i love that he just ships and i love the community there uh but it's good to see some work being done on the wallet side because that is literally that has been the the biggest issue with it um and it's like not even if it's small amounts like i understand right but regulatory risk all that shit you know we don't live in a world where we can have competitive 
custodial wallets. It's a, it's an issue. So good it's a to damn see. shame. It's a Congrats. damn shame. That's what it is. Learn more about the financial action task force. We have a weirdo robot in the comments saying not everyone hates unfettermints for being custodial. Yes, I should not have spoken in absolutes and I apologize. Uh, but you know, I'm <laughs> the show's live and unedited. So you just, you get everything as it comes out of the mouth, especially if I'm excited while drinking a ranch water. Most people, most people. All right. It's weird robot. But it's confusing. It it looks like it's weirdo robot, and <laughs> you should have picked a better name. Yeah, you're you're a weirdo, weird robot. It's Deal spelled it. weirdo bot. No, it's yeah. spelled weird robot with a three. I think the three for the e. Yeah, or it's spelled weirdo bot, right? Like, no. how do you spell weirdo? Be weirdo. How do you spell weirdo? You don't have an R in after the D and just W-E-I-R-D-O. How do you spell weirdo? I'm asking you how to spell weirdo. Spell W-E-I-R-D-O. Not weirdro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the R is before. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got a ranch water. He's looking, vibes are high. <laughs> it's windy. Can't read too good. Okay. Yeah, at least you don't have a blue check. <laughs> I don't have a blue check either. What TFTC account does? Oh, my personal account. <clears throat> um, <laughs> he, so you're not hiding on your personal account? No, dude. We can. I mean, I've I've done this before on air. I've gone to my settings. And well, you're still complicit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Sorry. I love your brother. To the new freaks that are coming, that that you know, you might not have heard us in the past. Marty's brother, and I appreciate him, love him. Feeling is mutual. Wrapping up this software update list, Satcom, a collaborative layer for internet browsing experience, has been released. So Satcom is a Chrome extension. It integrates with content in online discussions powered by Noster. Satcom ups the social protocol game by adding a social layer to the web browser experience. It is currently on the Chrome Web Store. So this is badass. Um, I don't know if you freaks remember, but Gab tried to come up with something like this, but it was completely centralized, right? So this is like the idea of uh, a global comment box uh, for the internet, right? No matter what website you go to, there there's a Satcom Noster enabled comment box. Every every comment is assigned Noster broadcasted event. Um, you can do zaps, you can do all the cool Noster things all built in. I think it's a cool name. Satcom is a dope fucking name. I think the next step, which would be really fucking cool is if I could go to a website or go to an app and it showed me like, this is what the people in my circles are commenting on and this is where they're going. And then it becomes like a really good discovery tool. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh, Marty commented on, you know, this, on, on, a, on a Pornhub link. Like, let me see what the video is. Um, You're and then fucked send up. It <laughs> I would never, ever, ever comment on it because I'm never on that website, ever. 
Um, this was written by Jingles, who also wrote the Noster Kiwi and One Pass on Noster. So shout out to him. Shout out to him. Noster, blowing up. Love these use cases. That's a great one. Browser extension. Collaborative social protocol. Feels like it's happening. We do have someone in the comments saying you do leak your browsing. Um, oh, it's Pablo. His NPUB didn't materialize. You do leak your browsing activity to relays. Be aware, freaks. Um, also, extensions in general. I don't like them. They scare me. Uh, How does it work so, on the publisher side? Like, what if I, if I was a publisher, I just had to download the extension? No, you don't have website. to. That's the beauty. You don't have to do shit. No, but what if we want to see what people are saying about it? Yeah, you download the extension. Yeah. But it's an open protocol, right? So there can be multiple apps, multiple extensions. They can all see it. Like, they're, they're just Noster broadcasted events. Pretty badass. Next up, NDK version 2.4 has been released. Safely embrace the chaos is the message on this software release. Embrace the chaos, freaks. Embrace it. With chaos comes opportunity. So those of you who are unaware, NDK is a Nostra development kit that aims to make the experience of building Nostra-related applications, whether they are relays, clients, or anything in between, better, more reliable, and overall nicer to work with than existing solutions. Um, Pablo said, I just hit the big red publish button on NDK 2.4. So embrace the chaos. Embrace it. Shout out, Pablo. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining the chat again, Pablo. Yeah, I mean, Why that's Noster? the least. Thank you for just shipping over everything that all the well. time. I guess that's cool, too. Why Noster? Proof of concept for collaborative document editing on Noster. Noster coming after Google Sheets, Google Docs. Good to see. Let's fucking go. Pablo behind this one as well. <laughs> what don't you do, Pablo? You got to love the back-to-back Pablo software releases. I imagine Pablo doing these releases between trips to the supermarket where he's like lifting a car and saving, saving a mother from below a car. Just Superman. Yeah. And like, unlike the Twitter influencers, he doesn't actually like post a selfie of himself doing it. You know, he just saves, he saves the child and then ships some code. Yeah. Between feeding his baby, you know, let's see. We need more Pablos in the world. NSEC.app web-based Noster signer has been released. Is it secure? So this uses uh, NSEC Bunker, which is also a Pablo-led project. Um, but NSEC app isn't. Um, you know, the cool thing about this is this is very beta. Do not trust it with important keys. Um but the cool thing about NSEC Bunker in general is that you don't have to put your Nostra private key into all these different apps. Um, they essentially sign an event that, that signs you in. And all the communication happens through Nostra. So NSYNC Bunker is incredibly promising. Um, as someone who uses Nostra often, I end up generating a lot of, of private keys because I don't want to put the main private key at risk. And... Uh, we need more tooling around securing it and rotating it and, and doing all these things. So great to see. Great to see again, beta software do not use with your real keys. The team is warning you disclaimer, no strudel version 0.38.3 
has been released with an OAuth flow, offline mode, and more. So this Let's, is a web app for exploring the Nostra protocol. It's just a, it's another Nostra client. There are many, which is fucking beautiful. Um, the freaks might have heard that OpenSats is currently supporting 21 Nostra clients, and there's more than that, which is fucking insane. Uh, one of the cool things about Nostrudel is my understanding is they use Primal's open source caching server stack, um, which just goes to show the power of open source software and that, um, you know, maybe in the traditional tech world, people would think of these things as competitors, that, that Nostrudel is a competitor to Primal because it's a, uh, a, a different Nostra client. Um, but at the end of the day, everyone improves everyone fucking powerful yes oh shit well pablo's telling me that's not the case so well fuck me (laughs) and this is why we have pablo in the comments it does not use the primal caching server completely unrelated it uses dvm's text-to-speech translation and i'm just blindly reading what uh, pablo is putting in the comments algorithmic discovery (laughs) i'm just like i'm ron burgundy the author is here at Sovereign Engineering. I believe that. So it, it doesn't use the Primal Caching server at all, freaks, just to be aware. That last part, complete bullshit, but it is false software, so anyone can use the Primal Caching server stack if they want to. I'm yes. Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. All right, time to make fun of another name, Noster. Noster. With the U. It's too close to Nas Turd, number one. The big uh, issue is... Yeah, to do there. Your, your company's going to get... People are going to start calling it Nas Turd. Nas Turd. Be aware of that. And then two, it sounds like Nas Turd. Like, I see what you tried to do here. Nas Turd team. I don't Cheap. know... I don't know what Pablo's saying now. He's saying it could use the primal service, which is the important bit, which is just confusing me. So just check out these different clients, like, un, you know, play with them, use different NSECs for them. Don't put your NSEC in everything. Um, but yeah, also to the devs, like Noster with a U is just a horrible name. Terrible name. I'm going to, I'm going to start your Nosturd in my, my mind from now on until you get shamed into changing the name. It looks like a beautiful product. You wouldn't want to besmirch your product with a turd. What are we doing here? Nas turd is a Noster client for Mac, iPhone, and iPad. It no, looks it's beautiful. Nas turd. Why would you think turd? I did not think turd when I read it. I just like why they spelled Noster wrong. You just take out the the N O S, and you see T U R. If it's not T-U-U-R, you're not thinking of turd to meester. You're thinking, I'm going to add a D to this. This is a turd. If you had to guess. Yeah. I think they should just add a second U, Nostra with two U's. Now, then they're going to be like, oh, turd to meester's behind this project. Uh, that that actually might be a good marketing play. That's good brand affiliation there. It, yeah, it's not, it's not that they added a U. It's that they didn't add a second U. <laughs> yes. Noster with one you missing. Yeah. Noster the Meester. I think you get a lot more downloads. Just think about it. 
Anyway, version 1.12 is out. Uh, profile. It looks beautiful. I, I must say that as an iOS user. Pablo's um, endorsing in the comments. He said, Noster is amazing. OpenSat's grantee. Yes. If you want to support open source developers, Bitcoin or Noster, or the greater open source development ecosystem with Bitcoin, consider going to opensats.org. Uh, we are 100% pass-through. We take no cut. Um, we made our monthly payouts out today. A massive, massive bullish vibes coming from uh, everything I'm seeing behind the scenes there. So consider supporting us. You get a tax deduction, uh, whether you donate in Bitcoin or dollars. Uh, we are a 501c3. So don't pay the tax man. I think we're all going to have massive tax liabilities at the end of this year. Um, consider it. This is a tax man. Oh, that's another stat. We'll finish. Last offer update, and then we'll get to the tax stat. Uh, Hole Punch unveils open source P2P app Wait, development Pablo, platform. Pablo is saying uh, he just got the payout. There were less sats than last month. Um, keep in mind, devs, you can you can apply to be denominated in Bitcoin or fiat, but if you if you get your grant denominated in fiat, um, you're going to probably get less sats every month. Just, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Beware. Beware. Hole Punch. People have been awaiting this. So they've open sourced roughly 100 repos containing really cool innovation they've been working on for the last year. Matthias Boos Madsen said, so Hole Punch is another distributed communications technology um, backed by Tether. Patlo from Tether has been talking about this for some time. Uh, the P2P architecture, basically like you share data on the CPUs or hard drives of the computers in the network, correct? Wait, uh, what'd you ask? It's like a distributed database. Network? Distributed there, database, there, right? No, there are no servers. Uh, the way it works is you it, the devices communicate directly to each other, right? Like proper P2P protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the backend that's used for Keat. Uh, but they never open sourced it, which was disappointing. And now they finally open sourced it. So other apps can use the same backend as Keat. So instead of using a server, like a centralized server, which is the main model that tech companies have, have done is, you know, you hit the AWS server and that server is in complete control of everything. With this, there's communications directly between people and devices and you can build apps. Apparently they're saying you can build apps without a server that, that communicate directly with each other. I will say there is a lot of issues with like interactivity and, and devices be online. You know, we think of our phones as online all the time, but uh, particularly Apple has like very aggressive battery saving. So it's most apps aren't running in the background all the time. They're not connected to the internet all the time. And it does create some kind of, it creates real reliability issues. Communication doesn't happen. Um, Mobile particularly is, is quite difficult for this, this type of setup. But it's really cool to see. Tether seems to be funding it almost altruistically. Uh, they're using it in-house. They have boatloads of fucking money because they don't pay people interest on their Tether deposits and they just keep all the interest in a high interest rate environment. Um, and so like they wanted a secure video chat app and they've kind of just been funding this. So it's really, really cool to see. Um, just real quick, back to the OpenSats thing. 
uh, if you're a FOSS dev, don't forget you can apply for an OpenSats grant. Um, you have to be willing to accept Bitcoin. Uh, the grant is most grants are denominated in fiat, but you have to be willing to accept Bitcoin. Uh, but consider applying opensats.org slash apply. Consider it freaks. Consider it. That was it for the list. Talking about tax dollars. Want to reduce your tax burden. You can donate to OpenSats. This is a pretty stunning fact that uh, EJ Antony shared earlier this week. Logan, you pull it up. Look, okay, he's on his phone. He's not paying attention. <laughs> now he's talking back to me, and now he's getting fresh with me. Marty's just self-conscious because we spent like five minutes watching him look for his phone last week. I forgot about that. Sorry for that creepy Adam Lanza look I gave the camera there. I did not really think about like the... The angle there. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. Here's a tweet from EJ Antonio earlier, earlier this week. Think the deficit debt and interest on that debt don't affect you? 44% of your income taxes this fiscal year have been consumed by just interest on the debt. No roads, no schools, no hospitals, no military, just interest. And it's going up. So 44% of your hard-earned money that was allocated to tax taxes to send to the federal government last year or this fiscal year, I guess it's June to June um, or July to July uh, was spent on interest on the debt, which is only going up. Interest rates are still high. The The Fed and the Treasury or the Treasury more specifically needs to roll over a bunch of debt, which will be rolled over at that higher, higher interest rate throughout the course of this year and the next couple of years. I believe they have 10 billion or excuse me, $10 trillion worth of debt to roll over the next 24 months. So as they roll that over and interest rates remain high, uh, that is going to be rolled over at a higher interest rate, which means you're going to have to pay more interest on that debt. So right now it is below 50% of tax receipts is going towards interest payments alone. It's not hard to believe that that will creep up and more than half of the tax dollars that we send to the federal government will be contributing to interest on the debt that our insane government has accrued over the last. Is this guy a Bitcoiner? He gets it. Yeah. He's part of the heritage foundation. I've had him on the TFTC. He gets it. You know, it's, I, there's a bunch of warning flags though here that I see on the surface. What suit blue check PhD. Uh, he's got PhD in his Twitter handle and he's got a blue check next to it, but no, he's a good guy. He gets it. He's right about interest. Yeah. Silent killer. He's he's one of the more eloquent um, commentators on, on Fed policy. Maybe, Austrian but I wouldn't want to hang out with him. You wouldn't want to hang out with him. <laughs> he's a good guy. EJ, don't listen to him. I know you watch the show. Okay, Apologies. Apologies. I, I don't, if, if you're a friend of Marty's, you're a friend of mine. Consider removing the blue check and the PhD from your, your Twitter handle. The everything app's coming. We're going to need the blue check. We're getting rid of our phone numbers. X. I Does Elon not realize that he requires phone number verification and blocks VoIP numbers when he said that? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I uh, You popped into my mind. I was like, how is this going to work? Sort of need your phone number to sign up in the first place. He's like, I'm the CEO, so I can delete my phone number. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to have an account regardless. But for all the plebs, he's like, fuck you. You got to yeah. do KYC with Israeli intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> Beware, freaks. All right. 
I know you've got some things to tend to. I am woefully hungry and tired. I tried my best for you to bring the energy up. We're ripping. We're ripping. Vibes are high. You got to stay humble, but enjoy it as well. It's good to see the memes back. The energy on Bitcoin Twitter has been incredible. We had epic troll of Elizabeth Warren today. Shout out to Thomas and the team at PubKey for figuring out a way to get Elizabeth Warren to sign a letter that recognizes Satoshi Nakamoto as a very important figure in, in American culture. Did you it was catch like that? one of her aides signed that, right? Uh, it looked like an official or her aide must have really good penmanship in, in uh, No, they have just like for, the, the signature stamp, like the digital signature stamp, right? It's her name. It's her name. It's on it. They like cool flew, flew the, the American flag in honor of, of Satoshi. Uh, I guess like if you're one of congre- if you're a congressional constituent, you can request your uh, corrupt politician to fly the flag in, in your honor. And they trolled her into doing Satoshi and she didn't realize. No. Um, pretty funny. Ep- epic like, also completely meaningless. Oh, I think it's epic. This is our meme world, Elizabeth. You're living in it. Okay. I guess we're not in here with you. You're in here with us. Anything else we should wrap up on? No, just, uh, <laughs> just stay humble and stack sets. Yeah. I don't want to end it there. I do want to <laughs> make the observation that it does seem that a large portion of the chat community, the live chat community, has successfully transferred over to zap.stream. YouTube comments slowing down. A lot less of them. Observation. Stay humble, stack sets. Peace and love, freaks.